morning, morning, morning. This is Pastor Jay. And like always, we start off with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture we'll be coming out of is James 5 and 13. And the scripture says, if is anyone among you in trouble, let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of praises. So when you don't know what to do, pray. When God blessed you about what you've been praying for for so long, then praise him. Give him the praise that's due. Give him the things that is needed for what he's done for you. So I just say, anybody out there listening, if you're going through anything, just pray about it and stand still. Amen. Because it's better to stand still and let God handle it than you to mess it up with your understanding. Amen. 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 Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing. Thank you, Lord, for all the things that you're bringing our way. Thank you, Lord, for unification of the body of Christ. God, we just ask you right now to bring everyone together. God, take away all the stinking thinking. Take away all the jealousy. Take away all of the wrong ways of being. And God, just let us all be like-minded and, and focus on you, God. God, we just ask you right now, if any of us is leading the wrong way, just to lead us back on track. If we've done anything that has not been of your liking, God, forgive us and, and guide us to where you want us to go. God, we just ask you right now to just give us the, the right mind of operation in the spirit, God, so that we can be able to touch somebody because it's not about us. It's about helping somebody out to know more about you, to know more about what they can do to be saved. God, we are, on we are on borrowed time, God, and we just ask right now in the name of Jesus to use our time wisely, God, that we, that we would use it to be able to do great things, that we could be able to affect, have an effective relationship with you, God. God, we just thank you for bringing us through the week, bringing us through the trials, and God, despite whatever we're going through, we just thank you for never leaving us nor forsaking us. God bless everybody that's under the sound of my voice. They might be heading to church. They might be just waking up. Or they might be listening to this on the playback. But God, make a miracle happen in their life. Make a change happen in their life. Make something happen where they can realize that they're more than a conqueror. That they're the head and not the tail. And that they have so much more to life. God, we just thank you and we glorify you. We say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 This is Pastor Jay, and like always, you can find me at Anointed Radio Network.com. Yeah, good. Find me there. And you can find me on Instagram at Anointed. Jaylon or Twitter at Anointed Jaylon 
or you can find me on Pastor Jalon Calhoun on Facebook. Um, one thing I wanted to just say this morning is make sure you do not forget to go vote on the FedEx business grant um, contest that we are in. We're one of the only Christian businesses on there in the state of Nevada. So definitely come out, give the support, and you could vote every day. Make sure you could go on there and vote and use your email. If you got cousins, get them, get their email, their first name. <laughs> get everybody and go out and vote. We got till April 1st, so definitely go out, give the support. We appreciate you for the support already. So go out there and vote, and we thank you in advance. Make sure you go check out Anointed Radio at LV Anointed Radio on Twitter and um, Instagram, and you can check us out on Anointed Radio on Facebook, or you could just download the app at Anointed Radio on Google or Apple. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. This is Lady AJ, and you can find me on Instagram at Lady AJ Twenty Twenty. And this is Coach here. You can find me on Instagram at nine one zero Coach. Amen. So we about to have an interview this morning, but we're going to first go into the musics, and the mix we're going to go ahead with is going to be some new William Murphy, and it's going to be called, excuse me, Pastor Jay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I do, can I make a quick announcement, please? Go ahead. Saturday, March 30th, uh, Charity Christian Church, which is located at 5705 East Tropicana Boulevard, the cross street being Boulder Highway, they are having a free medical clinic. The clinic starts at 9 o'clock. It ends at 2. Registration starts at 9. So if you are in need of any medical services, uh, routine history and physical exams, checking your blood pressure, um, basic injury care or counseling, then make sure you go to the free medical clinic on Saturday, March 30th, from 9 until 2.30. This is a Christian, a Charity Christian Church in collaboration with In Jesus Name Medical Ministry. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and check out William Murphy's Chain Breaker, and we'll see you at 7.30 for our interview. See y'all soon. a better life. Listen to me. If you got pain, he's a pain taker. Yeah. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. If you need freedom, saving, he's a living, shaking savior. You got chains. He's a chain breaker. 
Besides still waters, he restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. Sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past, hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you 
God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong, but it's because the past has left a hole in their soul. May this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. I have my sister, Leandria, here. She's going to help me share this wisdom and tell this story. Cause all I seem to do is hurt me declaration a decree so I'm speaking for all of you listening starting here starting now the things that hurt you in the past won't control your future starting now this is a new day this is your exodus you are officially released now sing it for me Leandria
Hallelujah. Young people, there's nothing wrong with dancing for Jesus. But we can't forget where we come from. So if you don't mind, let's have a little church right now. Something about that name. Thank you, Jesus. Listen.
chapter 16 and verse 25. The Bible says that and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison doors were shaken. And immediately everyone's bands were loosed. All we really want you to know tonight is when you find yourself in a midnight hour, and if you haven't, baby, you will. There are two principles that will guarantee your success. Number one, pray. Why? The Bible says that the prayers of the righteous man avail much. When you get up off your knees, if you believe that he is able to do exceeding abundantly, according to all that you ask of him, according to the power that's already working in you, then you lift your hands and give him praise. Why? Because he dwells. He dwells in the midst of your praise. Now I'm going to need some loud mouths and some sanctified hands to lift your voice and say, he dwells in my praise. Are y'all tired way back there? I thought y'all be going home by now. Y'all, y'all. Well, for those of you that come from the nice church that don't get all this loud, <laughs> allow me to translate what she just said. Late in the midnight hour. God's gonna turn it around. It's gonna work. It's gonna work in your
listening make sure you know that you're on anointedradionetwork.com make sure you download the app on anointed radio app on google or apple but we have this morning pastor troy everybody welcome pastor troy good morning good morning good morning good morning good morning 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 so first we wanted to just start off with how did you start your ministry wow started uh the freedom church 11 years ago uh, after serving as an assistant pastor under my father, Bishop Milton, when uh, for about 12 years, God laid it on my heart to start Freedom Church, uh, but to do it in a kind of different way that would reach the millennials and, and focus on the unchurched. Mm. And see, I want, I want to just add on to the unchurch. you know, no matter what city in the United States or even around the world, there's so much unchurched that we shouldn't have to, you know, only <laughs> look for people that's in church. We should be look. we could have a mega church just by getting the unchurched. And, you know, but one thing I, I, I've, I've noticed, and you, you could probably elaborate, Pastor, is that people don't want to deal with the unchurched problems. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, to, to deal with the unchurched problem demands that the church deal with their own problems first. Ooh, say it. And that that's uh, that can be challenging when we are used to being selfish, used to doing things for us, and used to speaking languages that we understand, but somebody who's never been to church doesn't understand. And it takes a great deal of commitment to make that adjustment so you can reach those that are lost. Right. So going back, I guess going a little more down into history so people know who he was before Pastor Troy when he was just Troy Wynn. Oh, wow. Um, how did you, I guess I could ask your, your save story, because everybody have when they how they got saved story and when they really first experienced Jesus for themselves. Absolutely. Well, my mine is kind of unique because I grew up in the church, and I grew up in a very traditional, religious, restrictive church. So by the time I was 19 years old, uh, I was an alcoholic, and when I was 19, I left church. I swore to myself I would never go to church again. That I was done with church, done with church people, because 90% of what I saw was hypocrisy, hurtful, vindictive, mean, backbiting, all in the church. And and I'm I'm the son of a pastor, so I, I kinda had a I kinda had a back behind the scenes view of what uh what goes on in church a lot of times. And I was just angry with church and angry with God. And I actually left church and God for about four or five years and said that I would never go to church again. It was during that time that uh, alcoholism was taking over my life. I had ruined my marriage. My wife had left me. 
after about four or five years, God said to me in Columbus, Georgia, he said, get to know me for yourself. I'll never forget those words. And I immediately responded to God when he said that to me. I know you. I grew up in church. And his next set of words changed my life. He said, you don't know me. You know those who said they represent me. And I was like, wait a minute, what's the difference? Because <laughs> there shouldn't be a difference, right? <laughs> uh, so God began to pull on my heart, and I began to get in the Word and really try to discover whether or not this God was, was as mean and as hateful uh, as I had heard that he was. Because that's all I heard growing up, that God you know, was an angry God and that he was trying to catch you doing wrong, and, you know, his highest agenda seemed to be to send everybody to hell. And he just seemed like an angry deity in the sky to me. Mm. But when I got to know him for myself, mind you, I'm an alcoholic, I'm strung out on drugs, I felt God's love in my filth. I felt God's love in my sin. I felt him wooing me and, and telling me, I love you just the way that you are. And it was that process that really broke me over a period of time because here's what I could not understand. I couldn't understand how God could love me after all the dirt I had done in my life. Mm. I couldn't understand it. I just couldn't figure it out because church people loved me until they found out how dirty I was. Right. But God loved me knowing all along that I was born and shaped in iniquity. And that's really what brought me back to Christ and really started my own personal relationship with God. I literally got to know him for myself, and I found out he's a loving, kind God that is trying to save us more than he is trying to sabotage us. Yeah, uh, this is Coach Hill. Good morning, Pastor Troy. Good morning. And uh, I was wondering, you know, when you say, you know, when you had made the comment about, you know, about being on drugs and, and, and uh, drinking alcohol. And a lot of people need to understand that God doesn't pick people because they're good. Because that's the easy way out. God yes, wants sir. you to have a testimony. Right. And, Ooh, and, come on. and that being part of your testimony, and you got to understand, I'm, I'm new to, to Christ just a couple of years. I've been attending the church for about 12 years, but my faith has really grown in the last two to three years. And I just think yes, back sir. of all the stuff that I'd done in my life. And, and God was there mm. for every one of those moments. But me yes. as a man, I didn't uh, understand. I didn't, you know, I've been shot at. God was with me when I was shot at. I've been places I wasn't supposed yes. to be in my life. God's protect me. I've always just left yes. in the nick of time. And I just think back, and I was like, God had his hands on me, but I had no knowledge of it because I wasn't, right. I wasn't in church. I wasn't raised in the church. I'm just a country boy from the South, so, you know, you just get it how you get it, it where I'm from, and you go out there and figure ways to get that. And now that I'm, I'm in God's favor, I look at it totally different. I look at everything like now I wake up, I thank him for everything I got because I know without him, I will have nothing. Yes, sir. And people have to understand that when you come to church, that's the first step. Now, when you start reading the Bible yes. and 
and understanding and listening to the stories, nobody is perfect. God doesn't pick a perfect person. The only person God ever picked perfect was his son, Jesus. Amen. That's right. Amen. You know, um, the, I put on the table talk, too, and I'll go back to you, Pastor Troy, is that um, we all have to understand everybody has different personality. You know, Amen. I think yes. that was the thing that a lot of us try to mold. A Christian's supposed to look like this, but people supposed to handle <laughs> stress this way and only this way. And then when someone doesn't act this way, oh, they must not be saved. Oh, he must not or she must not know God. I mean, like, you know, everybody have to realize that there, we have, first of all, different personalities. We all come from different backgrounds. Like that song, You Don't Know My Story. So a lot of people right. are molded so differently. You can't sit and, um, I guess you could say, and I guess I'll say it bluntly, judge, because there's more judging in the church than it is on the outside. It's just like the Good Samaritan. Oh, you better, you know, man. The person that was, he thought was supposed to save him on the road didn't save him and looked over him and kept walking. But the person he did not think would come save him came to his aid. And, and Jesus was powerful with the Good Samaritan because a lot of times we do the same things and we ask that same, I'm not going to say dumb, it's a dumb question, who's my neighbor? You know, <laughs> just like right. he was questioning Jesus, who's my neighbor? Well, think about the person that's next to you. Think about that person that you don't think is saved, but he, they don't, you don't know their heart or intention, you know? And Absolutely. I think that's one thing that as a church, as a whole, we have to understand, despite what they're going through, what, despite what they've been through, you can't sit and give, you know, give, give the third degree to somebody because that's why it says, "Judge not," because the same judgment that you put on others will be put onto yourself, and and that's deep because you got to think about it. How you judge somebody, that's the that's same right. judgment that's gonna come back to you by God, and. You know, that's why I miss, you know, as messy as people talked about the elders in church. I was raised by my grandmama, so I was raised by elders. Man, the grandmamas was great in church. The mothers in church were great because they say, you know, (laughs) you acting a fool, but I still love you. Come here, baby. You know, give you some candy and say, sit down and learn something about God. You know, nowadays we're missing that. You know, I miss the elders and the wise ones that that even though they could be petty, even though they could act a fool, (laughs) they still chose to show loving concern and be kind to guide you the right way because they were paying for it. And I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Good Man, morning. Good. good morning, Pastor Wynn. This is Lady AJ. And I Good morning. Am, good morning. I want to know a little bit more about your favorite mantra, dominate every day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I have been saying that for probably 20 years now. Amen. And uh, I actually got it out of Genesis where God told Adam and Eve to have dominion. And dominion simply means to have that dunamis power, that authority, to take kingdom authority over anything that's trying to take authority and dominion over you. And, and what dominating every day means, it doesn't mean that everything goes our way or that we get everything we want. But what it means is that we refuse to be ruled by emotions. We refuse to be... Right moved by situations that you can dominate in a dungeon. You can dominate in a lion's den. You can dominate in a fiery furnace. It's an attitude. It's an attitude of kingship and queenship, knowing that you are the sons and the daughters of God, 
And it's a Romans 8 and 28 attitude, knowing that everything works together for your good. That's what it means to dominate every day. Amen. Amen. And, you know, the other question that I wanted to ask is, could you describe the difference between religion and being a Christian? Oh, mm. my God. Wow. <laughs> that's a good question, Lady AJ. No, thank you. Well, for me, that's a good question. For, for me, uh, religion is fundamentally founded on rules and regulation without the need for a relationship. In other words, do what I say do because I said do it. I don't care about your story. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what your issues are. Just do what I say do. But Jesus is the son of compassion. Amen. And even when he dealt with sinners, he had the courtesy to treat them like human beings. He had the courtesy to go to their house when nobody else would go to their house. He had the courtesy to look them in their eyes and tell them who they were in spite of what they were doing. That's the difference between religion and Christianity, because Christianity means that we're Christ-like. We are like Christ. And Christ cared nothing about men's rules. That's why he went into the temple and turned over the tables. That's why the Pharisees and the Sadducees hated him so much. Because he was like, no, nah, I'm about relationships. Get to know people. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Love thy neighbor as thyself. That's relationship. And that's how you draw people. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Amen. Relationship. Amen. So, Pastor, one thing I wanted to ask is how did you feel when your, your video, you know, because – you talk about a lot of things that's real. That's one thing I, I, I like about. And during that time, I know there was one video that I know you got a lot of probably feedback and, 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 and everyone talking to you about is when you were talking about how the church has dealt with people of homo- with homosexuality. And that one was yes, kind of deep because, you know, one thing that I always look at, and I think people have put too many titles on, on us, is that yes. see the person, stop seeing what they do, who they are. Mm. You know, we like Marlon King said, judge a person by their character, not by the color of their skin, not by what what they label. Everybody label them because it's like one thing I've always looked at. If if somebody sees you, they don't know your sexual preference. They don't know how much money you make. They don't know what you do, if you married, if you're not. So why do we always nitpick? at these titles of things instead of looking at the person and showing love. You know, because I think that's where, because my story is I ain't always been, I've been in church, but I ain't been in church, as, as you say. I was forced to be there, but I didn't know God until I was, until I found out the innocent run out at, at 11 years old, and I was like, okay, I might need to get saved and find out about some Jesus. <laughs> so, when I, when I, but as observing from childhood to adult, it, it's crazy how the mentality is to treat people when you know a little bit about them. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it, it's crazy how people tr- 
you know, put this as a topic. Homosexuality has always been in the church. And it's not like it's yes. this new thing. My choir director and, and all these people back from my child and all that, we all knew. But no one sat there and, and, and sat and been like, you know, that's them. Because everyone knew that the deacon was messing with somebody else, but nobody made a big deal about that. But that's the thing I'm saying. We can't pick and choose. Right. Who are you going to throw a stone at? Because, first of all, you ain't supposed to be throwing stones at in the first place. We're supposed to be here exactly. to heal. Because everybody come to church is sick in some way or form, from the Absolutely. bishop down to the usher. There is something Absolutely. that is imperfect about us. And you might not like it, but it's not for you to like. It's for you to love on us because love conquers hate and evil. Right. Hey, hey, Pastor. Hold on, I want to see how what his feedback was on that, and see how how. Well, the, the, yeah, the feedback to the video was crazy. I think right now it has over ten million views. Amen. Uh, Amen. And here's the history of the church. You hit it. There was a time when there were gays in the church, directing choirs and doing all kind of stuff, and the church was silent. Now the church has gone from one end of the spectrum to the other. We went from passive to being persecuted. Mm-hmm. And what we have to do is we've got to find the middle ground, which is not a compromise, but the middle ground is a place where we love and we share the truth. And then we do what God has done for every human being that has ever lived. We allow people to choose who they're going to serve. Right. Amen. And if they choose not to serve God, guess what? They still qualify to receive God's love. Right. Because God's love is not conditional upon salvation. He loved us while we were yet sinners. Yeah. So we should still be loving sinners while they still sinners. Amen. Because we tried to do what Jesus did. Right. And I'm gonna say this tonight and I'll and I'll pause. I'm calling into question the actual salvation of the modern day church. Right. Because fish swim, dogs bark, free people, free people. Mm-hmm. So if we're saved, it ought to be in our nature to seek to save those that are lost, not mm-hmm. to persecute them right. and to make them feel like they're not wanted in the body of Christ. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. Amen. Loving the person and hating the sin. Isn't that what God did for us? Isn't that what God does for us? That's right. That's right. So what gives us the right to do something that God doesn't do? Right. We want to dominate over people. And that is not not the way to go. That is not the way. No, not at all. That is not love. That's control. That's not love, and that's not biblical. When when God told Adam and Eve to dominate and have dominion, all the things he listed, None of those things included people. People, exactly. Right. Amen. None of them. We're not supposed to dominate each other. We're supposed to dominate the devil. Amen. 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 Y'all going to make me preach this morning. (laughs) (laughs) It's the the pre-warm-up, the (laughs) pre-workout. This is Coach here again. I I was wondering, uh, with the books you uh, wrote, what made you write the books, and where can our listeners pick a copy of, of the book? Oh, thank you for asking. Uh, They can get a copy of the book on Amazon.com. You can download it, and you can get it on my website, 
drtroywinsrsenior.com. Uh, the catalyst for me writing the book was that I became sick and tired of looking at pitiful, powerless believers who have a great talk game, but after they leave church, that's all they have. That's what made me write this book. I believe that we are supposed to be powerful individuals who, when the world sees us, they want to know our God. Amen. One scripture says that people. One scripture says that people should be asking us, "What is the source of our joy?" Ask the average believer, "When was the last time somebody asked them what was the source of their joy?" <laughs> Ain't nobody asking because most believers don't have joy. Right. And we got to get our joy back. We got to get our power back. And we got to walk in the kingdom authority We're because that's to. what gets the world's attention. I'm sorry, Pastor. I just, I mean, you are just, you are really bringing the word this morning. You are really <laughs> bringing the word this morning. I appreciate it. But like you say, I just want to piggyback on that. We are supposed to stand apart. We're not supposed to blend yes. in with the world. We are not, yes. we are supposed to, we are supposed to, people are supposed to see the difference between those that live in the world and us. And yes. half of the time, you can't even tell the difference. <laughs> and half the time, we're worse than the sinner. Yeah, amen. Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> and, and we wonder why we can't get him to come to our church. Right. right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I wanted to, oh, uh, one thing I wanted to say is um, if – Give, being time conscious about it because I know you got church coming. It's over about it's almost eleven o'clock over there. So um, one thing I wanted to just say is any last remarks and where can everybody find you? Wow, uh, everybody can find me on Facebook under Troy Win. Uh, there's another page Troy Win SR Senior, and then we have another page Freedom Church. I'm also on Instagram under Troy Win. Seven, and uh, we have a website, thefreedomchurch.us. And my my final word would be for the body of Christ to remember that we've got to leave the church to bring people to Christ. Amen. The church happens in the building, but ministry happens in the streets, and we got to get back to ministry. Amen. Amen. Pastor uh, Troy, I got one more question for you. I would, because I always ask this about everybody that we interview. What is your favorite or your? What do you think about the most uh, Bible verse? Wow, for me, Romans eight and twenty eight. Mm. Mm -hmm. That was the first Bible verse I ever remembered, memorized, and, and that verse really has set the foundation for my life. And, and can you tell some of our listeners that may not know what verse that is? Uh, can you elaborate just oh, like a little bit about it? Yes, sir. Because now we know that all things work together for those that love the Lord and those that are called according to his purpose. And the reason why that's a powerful scripture is because we should act like we know mm -hmm. that everything works for our good. Right. Amen. Amen. And when we do, we won't be frustrated. We won't be agitated. We won't be fearful because even the bitter ingredients of a cake, when it's merged with everything else, produces a delicious dessert. Amen. And that's what our lives are. They're the good and the bad 
but God's the cook in the kitchen that makes everything come together. Amen. 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 <laughs> well, one thing is, Pastor Troy, um, we appreciate you coming on the show. You know, coming on to another radio is is a is a great delight because this is a way, and this is part of the mission stated statement of Anointed Radio. It's time to unite um, and bring the different bodies of Christ around the world together to talk on one platform, not to just be, because, you know, when I first started this show, everybody thought this was just going to be my church's show, and I was like, no, this is not what God said for me. This is something for us to be able to try to unite the different voices, the different strengths and gifts of the body of Christ together so that people can have the resources of knowing that, you know, there is everybody's not going through things by themselves. It could be in Georgia. It could be in Las Vegas. It could be in New York or, or whatever city or even in Africa where somebody is going through the same thing, but they found a testimony to get through. And Absolutely. Like I tell everybody, I've been saying it for almost two years now, that as soon as you go on Anointed Radio, to me, you are like family. So if there's anything wow. needed, let me know. Um, definitely follow us back on Instagram. And <laughs> um, just let us know anything that you're doing, any events that you're having in your local town. We'll definitely love to promote it and talk about the good news that you're doing from your church and help any way that we can from our side of the world in little old Las Vegas. Amen. Well, guys, thank you so much. I appreciate the invitation. And if there's anything I can do uh, to help you guys, just let me know. Amen. Amen. We definitely have a great service. I know you're about to preach today. So, yes, sir. <laughs> definitely keep us posted and have a blessed service today. God bless you. God bless right. you. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. That was Pastor Troy. When senior from Freedom Church, with a powerful yes, dropping dropping yes. some jewels, man, yeah, dropping really. some knowledge. So it don't got to stop. Why not? Because at eleven o'clock, what's going on at Judah Family Community Church? You can find out about a word. A word coming for me today. I ain't preached in a minute, so. Today's words is deep. It's something that I think everybody has to realize, and it's called trust the process. When you don't know what to do, trust the process. Mm -hmm. the, the, the scripture will be coming from a great story of Abraham because everything didn't happen back to back. Things happen in segments, and he had a either wait or choose to go do some extra. And we all know the story. He chose to do some extra, and he saw how that turned out. We as Christians have to realize that when you don't know what to do, it is okay to do nothing and serve God until you know the next instructions. Mm -hmm. Wait for instructions, as, as they would say in many things, in teaching, even on roller coasters. Wait until instructions. It's important to wait for instructions, y'all. So definitely check us out. But always, you can find me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and on Twitter. Or you can find me at Pastor Jaylon Calhoun on Facebook. And you can check out Judah Family Community Church on Facebook and get your word this morning. And what I want to leave you with today is despite what you go through, God 
got you. Despite how people feel about you, God got you. And despite what the situation might look like, God already made a way for you. Amen. And this is Lady AJ. Have a wonderful day, everyone. And I just want to remind you, stand on God's promises. Amen. He never lies. Say that. And I'm going to have you say that one more time. I, <laughs> man, thank you. <laughs> stand on God's promises. Yes. He never lies. Ain't that I like that. That's kind of hard to follow up man. with. <laughs> well, you know, this coach here, you can find me on Instagram at 910coach. And remember, patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. And I just want everybody to know, God is real. Amen. Amen. See y'all next week. See y'all Wednesday, y'all. Tune in at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. See y'all on Wednesday. Hey!